Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, true believers of all ages, welcome back to the comic book broadcast, your home for all things inside the realm of nerdum. I am your host, Admin Nemesis, and tonight, our Cobra High Command has Bullseye, Doctor Doom, and Sinestro. Brawlers, tonight we are talking about blockbuster movie bombs. We are discussing our favorite bombs, movies we are glad that bombed, and which bomb we think should have actually gotten a sequel. Brawlers, it's bombs away for episode 15! You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. My fellow villains, welcome back. Big shout out to Apocalypse for the use of ship. This celestial tech is uh, its quite advanced. Guys, how are we doing tonight? Wondering why Apocalypse can't think of better names for his ships. Did you say it's called Ship? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it either, but, uh, you know, the original mutant with the original name for a ship. Ship. He's just busy, I mean, man. He ain't got time for that. I mean, it's cool if he was the one who came up with the word ship, and that's, you know, then it's unique. Um, Trendsetter. He could have. It's possible. All right, I take it. If he, if he set the trend, I take it back. <laughs> Maybe he was around for a very long time. Do we have any proof he didn't invent the word ship? I don't think so. I mean, I would think so since he was, what, Egyptian? I'm going to assume he probably didn't, but... I feel like he was around before the English language, though. <laughs> he could have made saying, the English like... word for it. <laughs> I'm just saying, the name of the ship is ship. It's not ship in English. It's <laughs> ship. <laughs> true, true. But isn't ship ship in English? Am I mistaken? How could anybody not love listening to this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> All right, brawlers, in case you missed it, here are this week's headlines. In TV news, Loki Season 2 has dropped on Disney+. Plus. You can go check out Episode 1 now. According to James Gunn, Peacemaker Season 2 will address the DCU reboot. Can't wait to see what they come up with for that. Ahsoka has finished up, and if you still haven't watched it yet, go check it out. Guys, it brings back a lot of the stories from Rebels. I really enjoyed it. And according to an article that Deadline published uh, earlier this week, Season 2 could be already on its way, so... Go check out Season 1. Marvel's Agatha Darkhold Diaries reveals the synopsis for the series' first episode. The description reads, In the first episode, we, th we see Agatha Harkness finally break out of the spell she has been trapped in. She can't wait to go back on her old murderous ways, only to find out that she is powerless. The only way forward is for her to embark on a perilous quest to get her powers back with the help of an unlikely friend or two. As in movie news... Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom has given us its final rating. No surprise here, it's going to be PG-13. In comic news, Sue Storm's doctorate was finally revealed by Marvel. Drumroll, please. It's an archaeology. And finally, in video game news, Justice League Dark is coming back to the DC Universe Online with a new DLC called Justice League Dark Cursed. It's going to drop this holiday season. Guys, that about wraps it up for the news this week. Keep your eyes glued to Comic Book Brawl for more updates. Alright, Brawlers. 
It's time for the Brawl of the Week. And this week's Brawl is pitting two of the comic's most famous women against each other. We've got Wonder Woman taking on Sue Richards from the Fantastic Four. And guys, I I really think Wonder Woman's in a bit of trouble here. Sue is a very underrated character, in my opinion, especially offensively. And I don't know if Wonder Woman is uh, is really equipped to deal with her. Um, I have to disagree with you tenfold. Uh, being a Marvel fanboy, I know I say that every time. It's easy for me to go Sue. But you, we're going to assume this is in character. You didn't say no morals. Okay, because I don't see... I don't see Sue putting uh, putting a force field in, in her heart or in her brain or anything like that. I think Wonder Woman speed builds the crap out of her. I think she takes her down. And I want to say, I was trying to find a scan just now. I totally forgot about it. Um, I want to say she, Wonder Woman has backhanded through a Green Lantern construct. I believe that was in, um, maybe it was New 52? It was the New 52. Say. Yeah, it was um, a villain's journey. Yep. Dude, if she hits, if she gets her hands even somewhat near Sue, I think she's gonna throttle her. I don't think that's even. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna say it's not close. It could could be close. I mean, she has damaged a celestial with her force fields before, but I don't know if in character against another female warrior right off the bat, Sue's gonna do anything that's gonna bring Wonder Woman down like instantly. I think I think it's gonna go. A few rounds, and I think Wonder Woman's going to take it. Personally, I think it's a little closer. Uh, yeah, we do have. You know, what? I'm not even going to bullshit. It's a uh, uh, invisible woman puts a bubble in her head, and it's over. Um, but no, <laughs> I just just because you know that's that's going to be at least a solid fifty percent of the comments. Um, okay, Wonder Woman's sword can cut. At the atomic level, right? Correct. I gotta say, I want to think that that... I don't know for sure, but would that be able to cut through Sue's force fields? I I mean, I'm assuming it could. I've seen her force field take a lot of damage. Yeah, I mean, physically-wise... I mean, punches are, are probably not going to do a lot because the only time I've really seen a physical punch do anything to Sue's force field was against World War Hulk, where he did he not give her a seizure by punching her force field? I think she got one of those nosebleeds and jerked back from the mental anguish and was like passed out. Yeah, it definitely had a major physical effect on her by having her force field hit by an insane amount of force. And we all know that of the two of them, Wonder Woman's probably going to be the one that even though in character, she's going to, once she sees what she's up against, she's probably going to cut loose first. I think it's over for Sue. Uh, yeah, the uh, as, as you said before, the backhand through the Green Lantern construct was uh, Justice League Volume 2 from the New 52, The Villain's Journey. Very underrated story. But uh, yeah, she backhanded Hal Jordan's he, Hal Jordan puts her in a bubble, trying to get her to stop. She says, open it up. He says, no. She backhands it and it shatters like glass. Honestly, I give Invisible Woman, I think her shields are a little bit stronger. But not by like that much where it would make a difference. I think she'd have to hit it a few times, but I think she would probably get out of it all the same. 
her sword cutting through Adams. I can't remember the exact issue, but it was when Zod and Feora had Superman and Wonder Woman on the ropes, and they were put into like this uh, nuclear silo. And Superman, using his uh, vision, helped Wonder Woman use her sword to split, I think, a uranium-238 atom, causing a nuclear explosion, which was kind of cool. So yeah, her sword is definitely sharp enough. I don't know if it would, sh- it would actually cut through the shield, though. I still think the shield is, even at a molecular level, is, would hold up to it. I think it would take Wonder Woman's just her pure strength to bust out. Uh, we, we haven't spoken about Invisible Woman's, you know, her power of invisibility. Mm-hmm. We can't, we're kind of just focusing on the force fields. But it's a good thing we're not really focusing on invisibility because I don't think that would help her either. Wonder Woman has legitimately beaten Zoom while blinded in a fight. And most people would probably give Zoom the win even if she was like had vision. I don't know why, but yeah. She literally lassoed him while blinded, unable to see, defeats him in hand-to-hand combat, and then drags him away. So one, Sue being invisible, it's not going to save her. I don't think it's going to be like a one-shot game over, like 10 out of 10 victory for Diana, but I definitely give her the majority of the wins over Sue. Now, that being said, if Sue was uh, like a version that really was more villainous, like we've used in some debates where it was like, Another universe that she was evil. Yeah, was no she moral. like Madame Hydra? Yeah. In that kind of universe where she legitimately did do that kind of stuff that everyone says Sue would do. That we always say not in character. For her, it is in character. That version, it might be a different different story. She would definitely put a bubble in people's brains. But oh, yeah. main universe yeah. Sue? Main universe Sue, is, she's not pulling those kind of attacks. So, yeah, I'm going Diana. Majority victory. I will have to say that um, I don't think that Sue going invisible is going to be that much of a uh, problem because Wonder Woman does have an invisible jet that she never has an issue finding where she parked it. Well, yeah, she's got the key fob. Right? Beep, beep. She, ah. yeah. <laughs> beeps a little bit, she gets on. I'm just saying. I've I, I think she. I think she could find something invisible if she had to. Well, yeah, she can find her invisible plane. She can find the invisible woman. Makes sense. Yeah, but Sue's also not going to just be standing there. And not that these people kind of compare hand to hand, but she did beat Doom hand to hand in combat. So she's not a. She's not exactly a slouch when it comes to hand to hand. And honestly, I think using her force field as a weapon, the way she can and has is going to throw Wonder Woman for a, a bit of a loop as well. I could I could definitely see it, but I just... I feel like I could see Wonder Woman overcoming the force field before Sue does anything overly lethal with it. All right, brawlers, there you have it. That's a three-to-one victory in favor of Wonder Woman. Guys, make sure you go over to Comic Book Brawl, check out the Brawl of the Week. It'll be up an hour after the show goes up at Mondays at 8 a.m. normal people time uh, eastern <laughs> standard time uh, <laughs> and go let us know what you think let us know if we got it right let us know if we got it wrong and uh you know let let these guys know that sue is going to beat wonder woman all right brawlers 
tonight we're talking about movie bombs. And we all know when a movie bombs, but... Guys, does that necessarily make it a bad movie? I think we all know movies that have bombed and are still good. And I, I know there's a few that I really enjoyed that have been considered massive bombs. And the ones I really like, guys, they were all comedies. And I'm going to start with this director's second movie. Um, his first movie was Clerks. And it was extremely well received. It was critically acclaimed. People loved it. Loved it. They could not wait for the follow-up, and this follow-up boasts an unbelievable cast as well. This, this has a young Ben Affleck, it's got Shannon Doherty, Jason Lee, Jeremy London, Michael Rooker, the list goes on, except the movie's box office gross was $1.8 million. Guys, I'm talking about Mallrats. Have you, have you seen Mall? I know, I'm sure Sinestro has seen Mallrats. Doom, Bullseye, have you guys seen it? Yeah, I own it. Oh, oh, beautiful! Absolutely, <laughs> wasn't that great movie? Could I be? Am I wrong? But it wasn't that Stanley's first cameo appearance in that movie. Um, or am I? Thinking? I don't know. You could. Or at least it's the first one I remember seeing him in. It's the it's the first one I remember seeing him in as well. But um, that that movie became such a, a cult classic afterwards, and a, a few years, probably two or three years after its release, is when I started watching it, when I got into middle school, and I don't know a single person who didn't love this movie. And it's still considered a box office bomb. Uh, it, crazy that, you know, sitting there at 58% on Rotten Tomatoes when the audience score is so great. My second one that really should have taken off, because this is coming after a string of movies from this studio that are classics. Stuff like Happy Gilmore. Nice. Billy Madison, Big Daddy. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then Adam Sandler said, we're going to give the great Alan Culver a shot at a leading role. And Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 15% rotten. As I'm talking, of course, about Grandma's Boy. Ah, so good. I loved it. Great movie. That movie should have been an, a box office hit, mega hit. It, it had all of Adam Sandler's regulars, which... Of course, we all know. Um, Doris Roberts, Shirley Jones, um, and of course, shout out to Big Sexy himself, Kevin Nash, who played one of the movers. Mm -hmm. Big Sexy. And this movie, it, it made <laughs> $6.1 million at the box office. And almost nothing overseas. Now, the production value was only about $5 million, but this is something that you would have thought it, back then, you know, 50 to a hundred million dollars easy and again has become such a cult classic because audiences have it sitting here at 85 percent um my my third movie that really i loved that has been considered a bomb is uh mostly because it didn't make a lot of money for some reason much like a lot of this gentleman's work um the director was mike judge and He's made a lot of great movies and shows that are just so underrated. But I went back to Office Space, which uh, unbelievably has got an 80% from critics on Rotten Tomato, Tomatoes, a 93% audience score, and it made $10 million. How does that happen? That was also on my list. That That is definitely 
a travesty of a cult classic that Ugh. should have done way better than it did. Right? It's just, it's mind-blowing that the cast of, you know, especially at the time it came out in 1999, where Jennifer Aniston is still has that huge Friends following, and, uh, you know, you got Ron Livingston and Steven Root, um, and it, it, it just made no money. It's It seems like Mike Judge is really cursed, and I don't understand it because everything he does is awesome. And it just is always underrated, under the radar, and underappreciated. Agreed. Uh, for me, movies that bomb that I just can't understand, a lot of the times, it, it might come from a place of bias, but I feel like the fact that so many movies that have bombed have gone on to become absolute masterpiece cult classics so many that have just ended up gaining worldwide popularity and becoming such bigger movies than they ever were when they were in theaters after releasing on home video dvd vhs streaming services whatever you have i one of the first ones i gotta go with is uh dazed and confused mm. that was one of mine uh, that movie a great movie. That movie made $8 million in theaters. Travesty. And yet it is an absolute cult classic. It is a stoner classic. It is just one of those movies that like just kind of takes you back to your high school years. Even if you weren't born in that timeline, in that era, it just kind of has that vibe of like hanging out, chilling with friends. Like it, uh, it just has a, an element of realism to it that made it so relatable in a sense. Even if you weren't, you know, necessarily doing those exact same things with your friends, it just felt relatable. That's an all-time movie, and that cast is unbelievable. Oh yes, absolutely phenomenal cast. So for my second, I gotta go Scott Pilgrim versus the World. It pick. Mm -hmm. was was such a solid, had the potential to appeal to so many audiences. It was a comic book movie with video game aspects to it in, as far as the effects went. It was essentially a rom-com, so much action to it. It had the potential to appeal to just about every audience you could, you could think of. But it ended up only making thirty thousand domestic, fifty less than fifty thousand international, I believe. Mil million, 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 yeah, million. I was gonna say thousand. That's awful. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A million, thirty million, and fifty less than fifty million international, not a thousand. I'm sorry. I was I was lowballing it as much as everybody else was apparently. <laughs> 49 million globally with an yeah. 85 million budget. Yeah, it, it it did not do well at all. But yet, you look back at it now, what is it? Exactly, it came out in what, 2013? So exactly 10 years later? Mm-hmm. I'm like that. And most people will tell you it is probably one of the most fun comic book movies that has ever been made. It is just absolutely incredible. There's so many laughs to be had, fun action scenes, 
awesome, fun storyline, and yet it just it just didn't make it. It didn't it didn't do what it was set out to do because it, apparently the the initial audience was not into that, or the the overall audience just. I don't know what they were thinking, man. Scott Pilgrim's awesome. I don't, I don't understand. I really, I'm, uh, I don't want to go on a rant, but this, it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. How do you not like Scott Pilgrim? For my third pick, this one, this one's real serious. This one, I was, I was disappointed in people for not liking Scott Pilgrim, or not, not that they didn't like it, but for not going out in droves and watching and supporting Scott Pilgrim. But this movie was just honestly an incredibly good movie that should have done so much better than what it did. And it absolutely fell flat on its face compared to the quality of what it gave us. For my third pick, I got to go with Dread. Thirteen million dollars 13 and it is arguably the best third comic party or third party comic movie ever made better than scott pilgrim wait (laughs) better than v for vendetta are you out of your mind all right, so it, I said arguably, right? <laughs> There's the <laughs> argument. So an argument could be made. But Dread was phenomenal. It was so good. And nobody paid any attention to it. But I, I feel like that has a lot to say with the fact that, I mean, it's not an extremely well-known property and a lot of people, when it comes to comic book movies, they don't pay a ton of attention to third-party stuff unless it's on Amazon, apparently. Maybe they should release a Dread series on Amazon. Wink, 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 wink. I actually didn't like Dread, so... And I saw it in theaters, so I gave them my money, but I didn't like it. So we're holding auditions for a new admin bullseye. <laughs> yeah, can we... Can we... <laughs> We get another guy in here. Anybody, literally, just anybody. Maybe, maybe someone whose aim is a little bit more on the mark. Um, I see what you think, Gray. Shots fired. But no, (laughs) just just for the quality of the movie, how good it was for a a representation of the source material. I I thought it was way way higher than what it earned. I'm not saying it should have been a you know 400, 500 600 million dollar movie, but 13 million is just a slap in the face for for how good that movie was. Well, that's that's just domestic though. It made 41 million worldwide. Oh, I'm sorry. So it made what? 64 million not even 100 million it's it's 41 million worldwide that's domestic plus international okay you don't have to add anything man not okay i'm my my bad i thought you uh i thought you said um overseas my bad i I misheard you but um oh i'm sorry not even 50 million 
It wasn't that good of a movie, bro. Get out of my face. Ugh. Dude. You just say such hateful you know, things, you know? You know, I, I can I, I can replace it if you want. I can replace it with a a different movie that I think was no, no, no. This, reveal, this reveals just Bullseye's poor taste. That's fine. You know, I think we should hear from uh, Mr. I Hate Dread. Okay, my first one, it actually shocked me whenever I was looking up a list because I, I I like movies, I watch movies, but I am behind and I get I get joked at about it a lot and it is what it is. Okay, I know I'm behind. I'm trying to catch up. Hey, I watched Gladiator for the first time not that long ago. Ooh, right, round of applause, round of applause. I'm get, I didn't like it, but I'm Jesus. getting there. Right? What the? All right, cut him off. Cut him don't off. even get, don't even get me started with this. What's next? I gave my, I, he, you, y'all should know. I've already, I, we've had this discussion before. But either, anyways, uh, the first one on my list only made 101 mil worldwide, and I thought this. I guess maybe because it wasn't as good as the book, but, but as people say, I haven't actually read the book. But I'm gonna go with Fight Club. So apparently Fight Club was on the list of movies that flopped. And I don't know why it was. It's, I, lo- I have never met somebody that doesn't like Fight Club. That's odd. I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about Fight Club, actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, he's not wrong, though. The movie did lose a lot of money. Yeah, yeah no, I, I had it on my list. And I, I've also never heard anyone say a bad word about the movie. Yeah. I mean, and you got to think, like, the cast is just phenomenal. I think Edward Norton won an award for that. Like he should have. That Brad Pitt, fantastic. Everybody in that movie was fantastic. The twist at the end, uh, dude. That my first time watching that. I wish I saw it in theaters. I wasn't. I wasn't even able to watch it in theaters. First time I saw that, blew my mind. It was incredible. Um, and then for my second movie, this one. This one hurts. Okay, so if I were to make a top, uh, like a tier list of like, uh, if a ranking list, you know, a, a top like in tens and. Like, number one would be Cowboys versus Aliens for me because that mm. movie is absolute dog water. Hate that movie. But for a 10, there's only a few movies that I, I've been trying to get my friend to make, watch The Pianist for the longest time, and I probably wouldn't even get The Pianist a 10. And it's one of my favorite movies of all time. But Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. How in the hell did right? that flop? That is the perfect movie. All right? Yeah, that was also on my list. All narration. There's not a lot of fighting. There's not a lot of sex that anybody wants to see. There's not there's not a lot of stuff pulling people into this movie. And yet when you watch it, even if you watch it on TV and they cut out some of it, if you catch it and you're watching it, you have to finish it. I don't I, at least I do. I don't know what it is. If I start it, I have to finish it. Like it's just it pulls you in so well and it, apparently nobody liked it. I would have loved to see that in theaters. That would have been phenomenal. And then for my last one, I actually went way back, way back, and apparently Wizard of Oz was a flop. Um, only made 29.7 mil. I I know we got to talk about inflation and all that, but even so, I, I already know that's not a lot. And there were a lot of people in that movie, that, and a lot of people that were part of that project. So I... I don't know the exact numbers on it, but it's kind of shocking that one of the more popular movies of all time was a flop. Like, talk to anybody in school. You talk to anybody at work. Everybody's seen Wizard of Oz. Everybody. There's not one party. Like, I've seen Wizard of Oz. I, I don't see nothing, you know? So, yeah, I think that's. I think it's pretty crazy that that was on the flop list as well. What if I've never seen it? You have. Yeah. 
Fair you've enough. seen you've seen all three versions. Was the twenty nine with inflation, or was that what it actually made? Because I feel like that would for nineteen thirty nine, twenty nine million dollars would have been a shitload. It of money. might be. I just I honestly I just googled I just googled Wizard of Oz box office, and that's what they said. I'm curious to see how that would have been a flop. Like maybe it was because it was one of like. I don't know if it was the first, but it was one of the first movies that, you know, used color in the theater. So maybe that was a, a huge uh, weight on the production or something. Yeah, but I, uh, yeah, that's my three picks right there. So, Well, going down my list, I'll start with Dread. Oh, wait, no, you guys said that one. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, damn, I did it again. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I can't believe this is happening. All right. So I'll just go to my next one. All right. So Shawshank Redent. Fuck. Oh, Jesus. Uh, that's it there's no way it's happening again not a chance so fight club damn it <laughs> all right just for the record i actually had to start panicking and start looking up more movies because if bullseye had named even one more of my movies <laughs> i would have been actually short after having seven sitting on my list so all right the suicide squad Okay. I'm not the biggest fan of the DCEU. There's a few movies I really liked, but a lot of them were kind of underwhelming. Mm. This movie released during the pandemic. It was day and date release on HBO. It never stood a chance in the box office. 185 million budget, 167 million worldwide gross. Sadly, not the lowest DCEU movies, but still. No excuse when this movie was so well received. So well praised. 92% critic score. I think it was like 80-something percent fan score. Like, most people who see it really liked it. It's honestly my second favorite DCEU movie right after Man of Steel. But yeah, massive bomb. Lost the studio a whole lot of money. Rise of the Guardians. Mm. Nice, nice mm. animated movie. Fan favorite of mine. I make my kids watch it all the time. They haven't gotten sick of it yet. It's a great movie. Uh, now, most people wouldn't consider it a bomb out of the gate when they look at it. 145 million budget, made 306 million worldwide. But after looking into it a little bit, apparently it's still after uh, budgeting and you know distribution and all that. It still lost the studio over 80 million dollars. So, Oof. yeah, definitely a bomb. Which is a shame because the movie is just—it's so good. I'm such a big fan of it. Mm -hmm. It was prime for spinoffs too. It like, really was. The whole, I mean, like, you basically little universe had, they could have built, dude. You basically had Avengers of holiday characters. Yes, like it would have been perfect. Uh, and the one of my this movie was on my top ten list of favorite movies of all time for a long time. Clue, Clue, back from the eighties, fifteen million budget. Made fourteen point six million domestic. There was no worldwide. It didn't release internationally. <laughs> wow, but I didn't yeah. know that was a flop. Wow, yeah. that was so a flop. Fun. It's so fantastic. Anyone who thinks himself a cinephile needs hey. to go watch that movie if they haven't. I can't. I can't imagine anyone watching that movie and not enjoying it. And since everyone else did it, I'll throw in an honorable mention: Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Three million budget. Four million gross. Original? The original. Wow. Gene Wilder. That movie did not make any money. 
Yeah, I can tell you why that didn't make any money. Why did it not make any money? Half the people that went to that movie went in there, sat down. They saw the scam Grandpa Joe was pulling on the family, went out back and demanded the money back, and were like, I'm not paying to watch this crap. That is the worst movie character ever. I hate that guy. Grandpa Joe, dude. Uh, I can't work. I can't help with anything. I'm in bed. Oh, you're going to a chocolate factory. I'm alive again. You. Oh, let me get up and do a dance. Like, uh, sat in bed for 20 years. 20 <laughs> years. All of a sudden, he hops out and starts dancing as he gets to go to a chocolate factory. That movie. No, uh, yeah. that movie the reason why that movie didn't make any money is because <laughs> it was rated G. And then you get that boat scene going through the tunnel. And all them kids get nightmares. And no parent ever took their kids to see it again. <laughs> We give kids nightmares. That's funny. But uh, yeah, those are those are my, well, not three, four, but whatever. <laughs> those are my, those are mine. Uh, guys, we've been nice to some of these bombs because, like I said, not every bomb is bad. And I don't want to say let's shit on some movies here, but guys, let's shit on some movies here. Um, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Bullseye. What are three movies that you are glad did not get a sequel? Oh, that did not get a sequel. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I, I wrote that. It just because, bombed. Technically, because they bombed, they didn't get a sequel. <laughs> well, technically, one of these got a sequel, but it's because it got a cult. It was a cult classic. Well, I'm going to say it anyways, because it it's a terrible movie. I f- but I'm trying not to cuss. I'm trying to stay nice. Fuck Hocus Pocus. I hate that movie. <laughs> what? Wow. I hate that movie. I swear, he's not just saying this to get people angry at him. This is how he actually feels. He's, he's no, I, very much like I, this. I hate that movie so bad, dude. That movie's... Oh, my sister used to watch it all the time growing up. And I, I hated it, dude. I hated it. It was terrible. Kid, I'll put a spell on you. No. And I, I, <laughs> no, no, sir. Yes, absolutely, sir. Lady, lady I, man, sir. We're not doing vetoes, but I got to veto that. <laughs> yeah, second. That's, that's not allowed. Second. <laughs> that's Focus not allowed. Halloween classic. Entirely. I don't. I don't care. I don't care if it's a Christmas. Cl- I don't care what classic it is. I don't like Die Hard either. Everybody says that's a Christmas classic. Wow. Wow. I don't Log care, off. bro. Log okay. off right in now. In all fairness, in all fairness, in in all fairness, that one is a joke because I've never actually seen it, so I cannot say I hate it. <laughs> I don't know. Log <laughs> off. Man, regardless, log off. Oh okay. my. And, and then my next one. You guys got to quit being bullies. I told you I don't watch a lot of movies. All right, I'm catching up, and I'm just it's, I'm just saying. He's getting there. Hocus he's getting there. Die hard. Hocus pocus sucks. Hocus pocus sucks. I'm just it, it sucks. <laughs> Deal with it. That's what. Get that's the next pick. <laughs> the next pick. I saw the trailer for this for two seconds. I was like, absolutely fucking not. That's Jack and Jill. I don't know what Adam Sally was trying to do. Oof. I'm not even entirely sure it bombed. I just, I just know it was terrible. No, okay? it bombed. Jack and Jill was ass. It was awful. It's one of the only Sandler movies I cannot watch. Yeah. yeah no, I was. You get redeemed for that one. But oh man. My roommate used to watch that shit all the time, and I would hear it in the background. I was like, "Dude, what? Turn, turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> what are you doing here?" And that's why you don't live with him anymore. Absolutely not. And then my yeah. last one. Yeah, you know, I don't know if y'all liked it or whatever, but I was tired of it. I was tired of seeing the same shit over and over again. And I am actually super happy that Dark Phoenix bombed. 
I was not feeling uh, it. Yes. I did not like the new school. I mean, it, it sucks because I loved Magneto. I loved Professor X. Beast was good. You know, there's a couple of people in it, man. Psylocke was okay in Age of Apocalypse, but like, dude, Sophie Turner, terrible. Nightcrawler, terrible. Cyclops, terrible. They were all just awful. They were just all awful. I was so happy that that bombed. Um, I, I, I'm being a hate on that one. I haven't seen that one either. I made sure not to watch it. I was not paying money to see that. I refuse. That movie was terrible. Okay. It was awful. Yeah, I can't hate on you for that one. All right, but so I'm that redeemed. That doesn't make up for. Uh, no, I'm redeemed. Movie. I'm redeemed, sir. Just, I will. I will say the final battle. In that, the final battle in that is halfway decent. I thought the fights in it were were pretty good. Like that train fight. Yeah, I enjoyed that quite a bit. That was okay. Other than that. The movie. Uh, I'm yeah, glad the movie brought besides, the end of the Fox universe. Yeah. Besides that, yeah, it wasn't wasn't anything fun. Oh God, Die Hard, man, dude. I was your friend who watched The Pianist for you. You go watch Die Hard. <laughs> you never told me to watch it, or I would have. So it's too late now. Wait, now, no, it's, now it's pure pressure. Was Die Hard. Now it's pure let, pressure. Let the record show I am officially recommending Die Hard to Admin Bullseye. <laughs> oh, I thought you were putting Die Hard on your list. No, <laughs> Die Hard is a freaking was, gift to mankind. I was about to say, like, we're about to have some problems if you think that Die Hard is a movie that flopped, that deserved to flop. We were Die Hard. Die we're Hard is in contention for the greatest action movie of all time. Mm-hmm. And its yeah. only competitor is Terminator 2. Oof. Anyway, yeah, we were, I was going to say, we any other movie that. is we wrong, here. but good job. Terminator yeah. 2? Terminator yes. 2 was fantastic. I feel that. I think I feel Terminator that. 2 definitely has it no, over. Tangent, tangent, That's tangent. That's another conversation. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> movies that deserve to bomb. I'm going to go nice and quick for all y'all. Green Lantern. Mm. Terrible. Mm-hmm terrible and the worst thing they did possible they made me think it could have been good they really <laughs> the did liars the cast hey, liars hey the casting of sinestro was perfect in that oh, so but you know, i might be i might be biased <laughs> i was at new york comic-con when they were talking about green lantern when ryan reynolds was there like they were talking jeff johns the chief creative officer of DC at the time was there talking about how proud they were of this stupid movie. And it came out and it was just stupid. <laughs> that hurt because Jeff Johns has done so much for the Green Lantern storyline in the comics. I'm admin Sinestro. Who do you think you're telling this to? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the man got me into Green Lanterns and Lanterns in general. Like, uh, the moment I started reading Black as Night, I just could not stop reading throughout his entire run. Next on my list, Fan Four Stick. Awful. Jesus. The Fantastic Four have not had good luck. This one was, no. Terrible, terrible. Another horrible outing. I pray to all the comic book gods that the next Fantastic Four movie we get doesn't just suck. And the last movie on my list... That deserved to bomb. The worst, one of the worst movies I've ever seen, Battlefield Earth, starring John Travolta. Anyone see oh, that yes. movie? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, God. That was another movie God, that, that was... could have been good. 
No, nothing in that movie was good. No, it looked like it could have been good. You see the trailer, you're like, okay, and then you see the movie, and you're like, what the fuck? God, it was so freaking bad. Ugh, just awful. God, nothing in that movie holds up. It's so bad. It might be worse given time. But yeah, Green Lantern, Fan Forstic, Battlefield Earth. Three movies that deserved the bomb and did. <laughs> this, this is going to be easy. Number one, The Flash. Absolutely. At no, at no point in time since the moment Ezra Miller was classed or cast, sorry, did I ever believe that was going to be a good Flash or Barry Allen? When it comes to Justice League, or even even when it comes to the Zack Snyder cut, there was never a point in time where I thought that he was a even remotely good pick for the character. He was awful in Batman v Superman, and he was in it for all of three seconds. Yes. For every bit of time, time that he was on screen, I hated it. Now, for the um, less controversial movies that I'm glad that flopped, we're going to go with The Last Airbender. I like get... it. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Stop I'm lying. <laughs> Please stop lying. For the sake of even for the sake of comedy, do not lie. The Last Airbender, it had so much promise. But from even the beginning, they didn't even pronounce the main character's name right. That was so annoying. Ong. Ong. Calling him Ong when you have an entire series beforehand where his name is clearly Ang. And didn't they go the right. route of saying that that was the pro- like the proper pronunciation of his name, too? They were like, no, no, no. It's Ong. And the creators are like, are you sure? Yeah, the creators yeah, were like... Exactly. <laughs> And yet, even if it was, I don't care. Because we had an entire animated series devoted to the character where his name was Aang. And yet, this movie absolutely trashed the legacy of The Last Airbender, Avatar The Last Airbender. It gave us such a downward spiral into... Like, is this ever going to be anything other than just a, you know, animated series? Like, are, are are we ever going to get anything else from this? Because when we try to have a live action movie, this is what we get. And it's absolute trash. And then for the final one, oh man, this one hurts even more. This is the number one movie that I'm glad that just absolutely shit the bed was one of the worst movies of all time. I'm not glad because it was. I wanted it to be amazing, but because of the quality that it ended up being, I was glad that it did not end up becoming anything more. Dragon Ball Evolution. Oof. It was absolutely horrible. 
you have a franchise that has been going on since the early 80s. You have 40 plus years of history to draw from. There's so much space for these characters to develop, and yet you choose to draw from absolute emptiness and nothingness and there there's just not a lot to really debate on on this because it ends up being just the most the biggest embarrassment when it comes to live action anime that there's ever been ah uh, so guys for for mine i went with two recent ones and one older one and both of the recent ones were supposed to kick off cinematic universes the first one I'm going with, I never even got through it. I couldn't finish it. It's Tom Cruise's The Mummy. It was so oh. bad, and just I don't know. I don't. I don't understand it. You you had a great cast, and then this movie that really wasn't about the mummy. Like I said, I couldn't. I didn't even finish it. It was. It was boring. It was just bad. I couldn't get through it. I don't know if any. Did you any? Did anyone finish that movie here? Did anyone actually get through the entire thing? I wanted to watch it. Did not end up getting mm-hmm. to it. But I heard subpar things about it that made me not want to watch it. You you talking about the Mummy Tom Cruise? Yeah. Yeah, I finished the whole thing. It's you're you're better off not finishing it. Mm-hmm. And that it sucks because. A monster, a really good monster universe would be really cool to see, and they just they they got lobbed a softball and they just they didn't just swing and miss, but they like blew their knee out on the swing, their hip went like it was just it was bad, it was really bad. It, it was an old man falling down the stairs. <laughs> this uh, yeah, hey, it was that's what it was. It was it was terrible. Um, the second one is not much better. Um, unfortunately, this again was going to kick off a a cinematic universe and it just it stunk and uh vin diesel was the star of this movie and it's bloodshot Mm. and uh (laughs) i I was excited i was excited to see it i was excited for um the valiant universe and yeah we we got just all around bad movie again and my third one could it have kicked off a franchise maybe but it it did everything it's good to rip off a franchise without ripping off that franchise. And this was putting Shaquille O'Neal into a giant steel suit and calling him Steel. <laughs> it did everything it could to rip off the character of Steel without putting that cape and the S on him. And oh my god. Was it bad? Yes. Was it would it make you want to gouge your eyes out? Absolutely. It, it just, it stunk. It was just a huge, massive piece of crap. Top three worst comic book movies ever made. Absolutely. Full stop. They didn't even license the rights to the character. They just made a terrible ripoff to it, really. I am actually happy to say I have not seen that. Oh, Don't. Yeah, it's been years since I've seen I saw it as a kid. It sucked me in then, and oof. I haven't seen it since. They make, they make a Shaquille O'Neal free throw joke in the middle of the movie. <laughs> oh. oh, oh! That's a good movie. Oh my god! 
All right, Bullseye. Taking auditions for a new Doom now, and Bullseye's been <laughs> completely redeemed. That's an incredible movie. Oh, I can't even. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I mean, those those are my three, and I, I really went with them because, especially the first two, because they were supposed to kick off cinematic universes. I mean, Universal's monster, it was planned out. They had actors lined up. <laughs> Remember that photo they took of like their next three movies, and Johnny Depp was there? And he was the they, invisible man. Yeah, they were so proud of what they were going to do. And yay, good job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, before we get out of here tonight, let's talk about movies or a, at least a movie that was considered a bomb, but it should have gotten a sequel. My number one movie of all movies we've mentioned tonight. And it's actually a movie that I Unless I'm mistaken, I don't think we meant even mentioned tonight that I would have far and beyond loved to see a sequel to and even had one planned but ended up being canceled. I gotta go with Wanted. I feel like the overall franchise of Wanted has so much potential. Yes, the way the mo- the first movie ended kind of led you to believe like okay there's not a whole lot left but yet if you read the comics you know that that's barely even the beginning of the comic like or not the beginning of the comic but like this barely even the beginning of what the overall storyline has to give you like we go from seeing a guy who's you know has crippling anxiety and learns that he can harness that into being able to take down a bunch of assassins. But yet, when you read this actual comic, that that same ability allows him to take down insane numbers of superheroes, regardless of what most of their powers are. And he's, he's just like an intentional untouchable force and I, I i just would have loved to see them expand on that i agree wanted had a ton of potential and it really didn't scratch the surface of the comics either yeah not even close um so for me well actually wanted i would like to point out i actually tried to watch that like three or four times i fell asleep every time i don't know what it is oh, i don't, I don't think it was boring i don't think it was boring it's just something about the pacing. It just knocked me out. But I did I did give it a try. Um, for mine, I'm actually a huge history buff. So like any anything with any historical relevance I really do like. Uh, even though this one is a they did it a little weird, but it had a pretty good cast. It had uh Logan Lerman, it had um Luke Evans, Mila Jovovich, Ray Stevenson. Um and it's not as good as the original. I will go ahead and say that. But I I feel like it left it open for a sequel. And so I got to go with the Three Musketeers from 2011. It flopped. Oh. For what I saw. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like it. I don't know. It was it was it was fun. It was not boring. Okay? It it didn't do anything super spectacular. But I kind of liked that it was a little artsy. I kind of liked that they had a little bit of like a uh what's it called? Um a little more technical stuff with it, with like the blimps going everywhere. And Orlando Bloom, I thought he made a pretty cool villain. You know, I've only ever saw him as um, 
as a hero, you know, because of Pirates of the Caribbean and um, Lord of the Rings. So it's kind of cool to see him as a villain. So that one they left it kind of seemed like it left it open for more movies, but they never it wasn't going to happen because again, not a lot, a lot of not a lot of people liked it. But yeah, I, I have to go with Three Musketeers. I re- I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm one of those people who didn't like it. I took one look at that and went, nope, not bad. It's not the the actors, the cast really really puts it all together. If if they had anybody else, it probably wouldn't have worked as well. I like the Musketeers too. I like the Man in the Iron Mask. Disney's Three Musketeers is still one of my favorite movies from when I was a kid. Charlie Sheen, Kiefer Sutherland. That was my favorite version. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it it doesn't it doesn't hold up. I I will say it does not hold up to the original, but it is still a fun watch. Uh, yeah, Man in the Iron Mask, like you said too, really good incarnation. Oh, so good. Uh, my uh, box office bomb that I wish got a sequel didn't. I don't know if I'd go all the way to call it a bomb. Like it might have like just barely broke even if it made like a, I don't know some lunch money for the studio to go out to get some food. But yeah, the one I'm picking, it in and of itself could have started its own universe. It was such a great movie, so underrated, left itself so wide open for a great sequel. God, I really, I to this day, I still want to know where it goes. Nemesis, you're gonna, you, you're gonna completely agree with me on this. Dracula Untold. Ah, oh, yes. Ooh, Dracula yes. Untold. Hey, that movie was so underrated, so great. To this day, it's my favorite version of Dracula. Like. It was so set up perfectly to see what's going to happen next. And just like that, we never got anything ever again. Oh. And, God, I'm, I could have went the easy route and said Dread gets a sequel. But you know what? Dracula Untold. I need it. I want it. It's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to cry myself to sleep tonight. That's when I fell in love with Luke Evans. Yeah. That's a good movie. Oh. I own it. I own that movie. Yeah. I'm up there with you. Yep, that's why that I wanted movie. to play Doom. Well, you can't, but I'm, I agree <laughs> with you. He's too good looking for Doom. I'm sorry. Uh, that should have been Universal Star to the Monster. Mean? Hold on, what do you mean he's too good looking for Doom? Hold on, let's backtrack and take it. I can't believe that lasted that long before Doom said something. <laughs> Doom had to process it. Was I wrong? Was I Luke wrong? Ev- Luke Evans is perfect for Doom. There's, what do you mean, too good looking? All yeah, the Dooms I know, man. That? Nemesis, did you catch that? He said it's perfect for Doom. You're good to go. Yes. yes. I know it is. The letters. I wouldn't say it for yes. years if he wasn't perfect for Doom. All right, guys, for mine, I went with uh, a movie. That it lost about $5 million just from the budget alone, but it set itself up for a sequel. It had a great, great cast with Michael Rooker. Diane Lane, Sam Jackson, and two of Hollywood's hottest young stars at the time, Rachel Bielsen and Hayden Christensen. God, Jumper needed a sequel more than any movie I have ever seen. That would be fucking awesome. I'm not going to lie. I wanted a sequel to Jumper so bad. Did Jumper flop? Because that yeah. movie was great. It, yeah. uh, no. The budget it, was it $85 million, well. and it brought in $80 million. Oh, that's sad. That hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, it it was more my. I loved it so much, especially right after. When did when did it come out? Did it come out after? After the, uh, uh, Star Wars, yeah, yeah. 
So Hayden had done okay. his three Star Wars movies. Yeah, so I was I was like right on the hype train with Hayden, and I was like, man, I'm I'm so down for this movie, and finding out it didn't do very well, I was like, man, what are y'all talking about? Like, this dude is he he's a solid actor. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like a lot of the 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 criticism came from people who just didn't like the way he was Dark Vader, and I was like, that. Come on, like get over yourselves. On the movie, it set everything up for a sequel. You had the storyline with his mom and his mom leaving because she worked for the organization, leaving Sam Jackson stuck in the Grand Canyon. Like it, it, it was just, it was. Ugh, there was so much potential to at least get a trilogy out of that movie, and yeah. it's a shame we haven't. Maybe they can revisit it again someday. But uh, okay, no. uh, just a shame. That would be nice. Oh, all right, brawlers. Listen, we are out of time for tonight, guys. Thank you all again for tuning in to our fifteenth episode. We can't begin to express the gratitude uh, for all the love you guys have shown us. We're up over a thousand unique downloads now. Thank you guys again. We hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Go head on over to Comic Book Brawl, guys. Let us know some of your favorite flops, some ones that you really hated. Let us know what you think needs a sequel, guys. Just Give us your opinion, too. Of course, you're going to find that on Comic Book Brawl. Guys, don't forget you can subscribe and get all the latest updates when you go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audible, and over on Comic Book Brawl, you can find it at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Guys, we are out of here for tonight. Thank you again. Good night.